welcome back again. You might think, oh no, that's ridiculous because they won't be watching these back to back, will they? I was just saying, <laughs> hey, we're going to be wearing the same clothes, but this is going to be like three weeks apart. Welcome yeah. back to another podcast. This is episode 23 or 4, maybe. Two. Ah. Ah. Well, it'll be what it and says at the it beginning. Out. Whatever the description says, it depends. Whatever, when... the, whatever it says right there is what episode it is. And today we are talking to, or we did talk to, again, mm-hmm. Josh Astrop. Yeah, I thought you were going to let me say that. Oh, and we spoke to... Not saying it now. Um, yeah, <laughs> who, Josh... who, who you might recognise because we actually had him on the podcast in one of our early episodes. Um, if you haven't checked that out yet, hit the link below. Um, um, but yeah, he's we, not a photographer. He's not a photographer. Yeah, which is he's a bloody good photographer for someone who's not a photographer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we wanted to talk to him when we first spoke to him. Like all the all the guests that we've had on the podcast, it's kind of a get to know find out a bit about your background and kind of take it from there. Um, but on the second time round, we're kind of deep diving a little bit more into projects or events or certain photos, I guess, um, you know, a little bit more intimate rather than just to get to know. Um, so, yeah, we spoke to him about... Uh, <laughs> you know, um, his, his exhibition called yeah. Complexion. I think I hope yeah. got that right. Um, anyone he, who's potentially interested in exhibiting their work, mm. um, you know, their art, their photography, whatever it might be, it's worth listening to because, yes. yes, it's interesting, especially as someone who's not a photographer has managed to get a <laughs> photography exhibition. Well, yeah, it's funny because yeah, that's really good. That was the first thing he said to us when we spoke before. He's not a photographer. We're like, well, sure but you take photos and put them on instagram so you know and now he's not a photographer he's had a photography exhibition so next time we speak to him it'll be about the release of his book uh and he'll be how he's not a photographer um after that it'll be his own personal liker that he's collaborated with yeah yeah so he did this exhibition and we wanted to talk to him about it obviously because we're a bit um super professional we didn't actually speak to him before or during the time that the exhibition was on we spoke to him after it had finished um we did go and check it out though we did go and check it out yeah so i've got a little bit there'll be a link below to the gallery which which it was held at which is the mayor fair gallery yeah yeah and Uh, also the other photographer yeah uh, rebecca swan who was exhibiting uh, her work at the same time. So I know that a few of the pieces, uh, a couple of the pieces of Josh's are still available to buy. I don't know if you can do that online. Let's find out before this goes out. And (laughs) I'll know. Um, Read the description. Yeah. And uh, but if you're in Northampton, then they're at the Chain Walk Club. But that doesn't mean anything to anybody outside Northampton. Um, yeah, um, we deep dive into kind of how he got around to doing the exhibition, how it kind of helped him, kind of mentally, I guess, as well. Yeah, we kind of talk a little bit about photography and the effect it has on your mental health, I guess, not necessarily personal to him or us, but we kind of had that discussion d- discussion during during our chat. Well, yeah, um, Josh is like 
one of those people who's like quite open as you know more so than anyone um probably we've spoken to or one of the you know uh, more so than anyone we know really like he's always like really open talking about mental health and yeah about how doing the sort of photography that he does uh, has been really helpful in the past and yeah he's like a big advocate for uh sorting yourself out <laughs> like he's always yeah. putting stuff about on instagram about it and um that being kind of positive thing. doing what needs to be done to make yourself happier whatever that might be mm. he's had a lot of changes going on over the last couple of years not only with covid but around kind of like work and I guess he's trying to find that new work-life balance, but it's really inspiring. His exhibition was great. And yeah, mm. enjoy the conversation. Yeah. Like, subscribe and... The other one. The other one. Mm. Drum more, please. please. Well done, dickhead. All right. Oh, we can, maybe we could do a sneaky intro before he gets back. And welcome to Charles Astrop. There you go. Um, you, mean yeah, to tell him so, that you, mean, you mean to tell me you weren't recording all of that top quality no. gold chat stuff? No, we wasn't. Yeah. No. But yeah, so um, what we're we here to talk about, we're here to talk about the famous exhibition that you put on. <laughs> which, by the way, is generally really, really good. I'm, yeah, yeah, it was like, great, I'm wasn't so, it? Yeah, I'm so glad that we went down to check it out you know what I mean mm. and you've sold loads of them so I don't, I don't know I don't know what the final count was but um yeah they're really good mate to, to, to have them presented like that in a gallery they looked wicked they look really really good mm. oh thanks man that's very kind of you um yeah it went really well it was it was a funny it was a funny one actually because um because obviously I took the pictures without any intention of doing anything with them other than to share them on Instagram you know I happen to be in places that where there seemed to be a nice picture so I, so I took a picture um but I enjoyed the process of doing that anyway so I so I had no further intentions with them at all um and I've never had a, a photo that I've taken printed or done anything with so so I didn't that wasn't even in my mind but then Sarah at Mayfair said um you should do an exhibition and I said yes okay um I thought that's something I've never done and I might not get the opportunity again. So why not I take advantage of that and see what, see what I can do, see what I can learn. Um, and yeah, I think, um, I think it's easy to get hung up on like, or, 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 or to think about how, how am I going to judge this as success? Like would selling out be successful or, or would selling one be successful or none or whatever. But I was just like, I wasn't like bothered about selling them. That sounds really flippant, like I didn't care. Mm. Um, I did, it was so uh, lovely that somebody liked some stuff that I'd done and wanted to have it for themselves and put it up in their home, that's, that's amazing. But like, after, when I'd finally hung them in the gallery on the, on the day of the exhibition, like a few hours before we were gonna open, um, I was like happy then. I was like, this, you know, this is, I just thought, I never thought I'd be able to do something like this or, or be given the opportunity or have anything valuable enough to to do that. So I was just happy with that. I thought, well, I've 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 completed something here. I've finished a project and and it was nice and um without uh, if I didn't have the help of 
Bill Pollard to, to, I know he hates being named in podcasts, so I'm going to say his name as often as possible. Um, but he, um, he uh, mounted them all for me. Um, and, and I wouldn't know where to begin with that. I'd have had to find somebody else to do it, which I'm sure would have taken uh, a lot longer and cost lots of money. So he sort of really, really helped me uh, get everything ready. But but I was just happy on the day. I thought, you know, obviously I want loads of people to turn up. That would be great. But, but I've done enough gigs and events and stuff to know that you never have any idea of how, if anyone's going to turn up until, until it happens. Mm. Um, so I was just sort of comfortable with the fact that I'd managed to, take some photos and have them hung up in a, in a, in a gallery so yeah they're really good uh, especially I suppose like you said going back to what is a success with it but I reckon at the point where someone says like especially like Sarah at Mayor Fair Gallery which which we'll link to and you know, whatnot because um, it's it's an awesome it's an awesome space uh, and what she's created around it's really good but the fact that someone of that statue and that knowledge has said to you you should put a collection together and have it hanging up in a gallery, which is different to just your normal person saying, oh, Josh, I like your work, or Luke, I like your work. Like, have you ever thought about getting it framed and selling them? That's that's different, but when someone knows what they're talking about, says to you, yeah, we should we should put something together, that's that's a win there, isn't it? Like, that's, mm. that's the success, I'd say, but... Yeah. yeah. yeah well, no. when it's somebody who runs a gallery saying it, it's yeah, like, that's what that I mean. Yeah, thing, yeah, isn't yeah. It? yeah. And they know what they're talking about, and uh, yeah, especially as the you know the gallery is like it's not the smallest space. It's a good, it's a good sized space, and your work took up what half, maybe two thirds of the whole gallery. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's um. Yeah. It's it's funny. I I I, I consider myself a fairly confident person, but I have my insecurities too, and. Um, uh, particularly with a new project or something that I feel like a beginner at, it's like I don't know, I don't trust people's opinions because I think oh, you're just being nice because you want me to feel good, um, which is lovely. Um, but then it's like, oh god, is that is this actually good enough? So it took me a, took me a while to think that that they deserve to be there or that they were of a, of a good enough quality. You know, when I mean, I know that's subjective. I don't know. There's no like chart to say how good something is. It's a matter of opinion, I think, particularly with, particularly with art or photography or something. But um, yeah, so it took a lot of, um, took a lot of, uh, we have to be vulnerable, I think. And this is something like, this is sort of a project that I've done where, I, where it was just me and my photos and, and I was presenting them and uh, whenever I've done things in the past, I've been in a group of people or I've been a promoter promoting gigs and that's other bands playing. So it's, it's not really me, but this time having to do, having to present my own work. Um, I think the fact that you're even doing an exhibition shows that you have a certain level of confidence in your stuff that otherwise you wouldn't be doing it at all. But that's like, well, okay, well, you think you're good, do you? Well, are you good? Let's let's have a look. So mm. you sort of have to put yourself in a vulnerable position, which isn't very comfortable sometimes. I suppose, like um, you said, though, it's subjective, though, isn't it? Because it takes, you know, you've got to have the minerals to kind of do it, which which you did. But yeah, so what if someone doesn't like it? There's going to be someone who does like it. Do you know what I mean? And but. I know what you mean. It's like you've done it for yourself and it's not something you've done towards something necessarily. It's just you had the opportunity to do it. You've done yeah. it and you feel a sense of achievement for doing it, which, um, yeah. yeah, is a nice feat. But you did touch upon something, Luke. I remember you saying to me the other day about the, the start was that you got asked to, to put your collection into the, into the gallery, right? Yeah. So I think that's what we were saying before when we spoke. How, how did you do it? 
how did you go about because like I've never done it James never done it and I imagine a lot of the people uh, or anyone who watches this probably won't have done it but they might want to and how do you go about doing it so I guess the answer to that is get a gallery owner to no someone who owns a gallery yeah. Yeah. but was it yeah. something that you said yeah. yes to straight away or was it like yeah yeah that's a cool idea that's never gonna happen do you know what I mean or did it kind of steamroll quite quickly into yeah this is happening um yeah it did I think I, I, I have the attitude of I think particularly when it's when it's my when it's my idea or something I'm doing and there's nobody else involved then obviously you've got more control and it's up to you what happens so um Sarah was Sarah's been amazing through the whole project and sort of really helping me out the amount of times she said to I've asked something I said oh can you not do that or can you not write that or can I do I have to do this and she sort of said to me oh does that make you feel vulnerable does it and I'm like <laughs> yeah and she said you know maybe that's a good thing um, mm. and I was like and it took me a while to figure it out and it's like actually yeah yeah you're right I need to just like there's an element of of sort of sucking it up and getting on with it it's like I think we're, we're, because because this whole sort of project and this run of photos came from me not not being happy I think um I can't I don't think it would be right to hide that and like yeah. because it's a difficult thing to talk about I think not not being not feeling great about yourself and your life and everything I think that's hard to hard to talk about sometimes so to then present that to everybody yeah. people you don't know feels feels makes you want to like recoil a bit and hide but 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 you know I think I can't I can't remember ever having spoken about something important or or being vulnerable and it not being beneficial to me and not helping whatever I'm going through or yeah it's like anything when you're feeling shit you talk to your mates and they help you out I mean it's but that is basically the same thing as that isn't it it's like you know, yeah. you show a bit of vulnerability. You're 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 worried because you have to let your guard down to do that, and that leaves back or criticism or ridicule or whatever it is you're scared of. Um, but in my experience, that never happens. It's not, you know, mm, yeah. if you if you if you've got good friends and family and stuff that they're there to protect you and help you. So yeah, usually it's, it's a bit... fear of opening up that's more scary than actually opening up. Do you know what I mean? Because exactly once you do open up, like you said there's always going to be support from the people that do really care yeah. and they are out there, do you know what I mean? One of the things that you, you were referring to, was it the sort of description of the collection that was up on the wall? Was that one mm. of the things that made you feel vulnerable or whatever? Yeah, yeah because um, I think, um, again, another another sort of part of the exhibition that I dropped the ball on was was getting that together and I... I think it was my responsibility, but I didn't do it. I, did, I didn't check enough to, to, to see whether that was, it was up to me mm. to write that. Um, so, so Sarah wrote it and, and it was great. And she did a really, really great job, but it's like, it, it's got everything in it. You know, like why I, why I'm doing this and, and how I was feeling and why I was feeling that way. Um, which is, um, I don't know. It's like, makes you feel uh, vulnerable and maybe a bit embarrassed and stuff, but it's like those uh, sort of emotions and things that I was going through and nothing, unusual or weird there's stuff that everyone goes through or most people go through um and i think the fact that this came out of that is fucking brilliant really yeah. i don't want to be i don't want to be arrogant about it but it was great for me it was great yeah. for me the yeah. fact that i came, came from a position of feeling hopeless to to ending up with this project has been so 
good for me, um, yeah. regardless of what anyone else thinks of it, whether everyone thinks it's trash or not, it doesn't matter because it's helped me so much. Um, and it's given me another sort of interest in a hobby and something that I love doing and, and, and that hopefully I'll do, I'll do forever, really. Yeah, well, we wanted to talk to you about that because obviously when we originally spoke to you, you said, you know I'm not a photographer, right? Which was kind of the whole reason we wanted you on because you don't class yourself as a photographer, yet you can take good photos. And, but, and have had a photography exhibition. Yeah, and have now had a photography exhibition. So you're doing a lot better than people that would class themselves as photographers, right? But when it came to selecting the photos that you actually got printed and put up, obviously I know that it's something that you've done as a hobby and you've collected that, that kind of work over a long period of time. Did it make you look at those images differently when you kind of sat down and put them in front of you? Or was it just a case of going through them and going, yeah, I like that one. I like that one. I like that one. Or did it did it give you a sense of purpose to kind of sit down and go, uh, these these work well together because of X, Y, and Z? Yeah, I think um I can't I don't know how many I've taken, maybe 120, 130, maybe in total, which is probably not a lot really. Um mm. uh but well, I I mean I I sort of edited and posted 130 yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's loads that didn't that weren't good yeah. enough I don't think um but so I so I had to pick some I didn't know how many I needed or what justified an exhibition or whether I needed 20 or I needed 20 small ones or three massive I don't know um but I went back through and I, I came across some problems that I hadn't had before when selecting the photos that some of them weren't good enough quality uh, when I first started taking them it was literally just for, for Instagram stories. So it was nine by 16 and it didn't matter. Mm. The resolution and the quality didn't matter too much. So some of the early ones I took, which are some of my favorites, they weren't taken on the high quality setting and they were edited to within an inch of their lives. So they're, they're just like yeah. completely degraded. <laughs> uh, so I couldn't use them. They weren't, they weren't good enough quality. So I had to sort of go through and select select all of the ones that I thought were good enough and then find out what sort of quality they were. And um, Paddy O'Donoghue printed the photos for me. Another person who I wouldn't have got very far without um, helped me decide how I'm going to, how big I'm going to print them, what, what sort of, how, how much they can be blown up before they start deteriorating in quality. So he did a couple of tests for me and we sort of figured out how big we could go without it distorting, which, which was good actually because I think we did A2 and A3 and they all looked they all looked good. There was one that's got some digital distortion in that I didn't notice in the original picture and I only saw um, after it was printed. Um, and at first I was a bit annoyed, like, oh damn, you know, it's it's one slip through, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, sort of like that's like it's a blemish on the picture or something or it's a it's a mark an unwanted mark on the picture but then i thought i thought i took him on a fucking phone for god's sake yes yeah, <laughs> no, yeah no, it's, it's not. part of the, the <laughs> satisfaction of that yeah. using that as a medium that you're going to get yeah. that every now and again you're not hiding the fact that you've taken them on a phone do you know what i mean and yeah. the photos are more than just about oh i've stumbled across this decided to stop and take a photo on my phone and put it into black and white they're mm they've got depth with again without sounding too deep or cheesy that it's about more than what just a pretty picture and once mm. you know the story behind it that's what makes them look good so 
who cares if they've got a bit of distortion on it because you've you've yeah. bought into that collection, do you know what I mean? Or into that picture. Mm. No, that, yeah, I think I think that's it. And I and I've never sort of hidden the fact that I take them on a, a phone. It's you know, it's I don't know, I just feel like it's they're just they're just they're they're pictures. They're like they're just camera pictures, do you know what I mean? It's not they won't it doesn't matter to me, it doesn't matter what they were taking on. Um uh uh, arguably, if I'd have had a really fancy camera, I'd have got an even better picture, probably. Um, but but I didn't, so 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 that's what I've got. Um, so yeah, I think the fact that there was some digital distortion is sort of a clue as to what it was taken on. And um, yeah, so I actually I quite like that. That's the only one. Well, with my untrained eye, that's the only one that I could see that had something like that that was a giveaway as to maybe what what format or or how it was taken. Um, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still like hesitant and unsure to, I think I still don't, I'm, you can tell I'm figuring this out as I'm saying it, but I think I still don't know, don't feel comfortable where I sit in the, in the pie chart of photographers or whatever, yeah. like, because I'm using a fucking, I'm using a phone, you know, it's, yeah. I, I think in one hand, I feel like it's, um, everyone, whenever I say to somebody, oh, they say, what camera do you use? And I say, and I'm like, this phone is what I use. Mm. Um, everyone's surprised, but I think um, it's no surprise that phone cameras are really, really good. They're, they're, they're not as good as, um, they're not as good as actual cameras, um, but they, they cover up a lot of mistakes. I think they're, they're meant for people that don't necessarily have photography skills. Yeah. I think they're, they're supposed to make a good picture for most people not just people that know how to change the settings and use it and, mm. and have an understanding. So, so well, I, I, I reckon you're actually in quite a niche market because, you know, everyone has a, has a camera phone, right? So everyone is taking multiple photos or millions of photos are taken every day, billions or whatever. Um, but not many people use it as a photography point of view, if you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or, or maybe they do, but they would claim themselves to be a photographer and go, oh, you know, oh, taken on my phone, but I've got a, you know, Leica at home, I've got a Nick Nikon or whatever it is, do you know what I mean? But you're proud to use the phone because you're not labelling yourself as anything. You're just like, well, that's that's what I've got in my pocket. That's what I'm going to use. I don't have the desire to use anything else. And that's the cool part of it. And not many people would carry that through to a point where, hanging in a fucking gallery do you know what I mean yeah. like, and fair enough it's kind of yeah. you know the stars have aligned to kind of get you to that point sort of thing so, well so to speak not that it's undeserved in any way but do you know what I mean like be proud of that, that you've done that because the photos mean something to you in a certain way like but when I look at the photos I'm like ah that's home do you know what I mean like again without yeah. sounding cheesy to me I'm like like anyone that I would show those photos I'd be like oh yeah yeah that I, I used to walk down there every day or you know, this is Northampton to me, or someone else not from Northampton and with no awareness of what the town looks like. They're like, oh, that looks like a cool place. Like, oh, I like that because the shadow looks cool or whatever. So I think they have a lot of meaning. So who cares what they're taking? Mm. Yeah, and there are people, I think there's more people than you may think, I guess, doing good work with phones. Yeah. There's, I was just, I wasn't just scrolling, you know, Instagram on my phone then. I was checking... Um, there's a woman called Maria Lax, who she's this incredible photographer. She does these like ethereal kind of night 
shots and I think she has a lot of stuff on film she had a book out and it's like it looks like an alien planet like this she photographs her home her hometown uh she started using her phone loads and she's now like the face of like Apple's new night mode which is like a thing that they're adding or they've upgraded or whatever so when they did that she started using that and now she's kind of like fronting this campaign for it um so it probably like crosses over quite a lot like that sort of thing I was going to ask going back to the thing that you wrote or the thing that was written for you for to like describe the campaign and everything I think it like reading it I was first of all I was quite like oh okay um this is quite there's like a lot of thought been put into this and I wondered if when you first started taking the photos or when you even sat and sort of thought about writing that or doing it with someone else, did you just kind of think I was just taking photos on my phone or was there always that kind of deeper meaning behind it? Or, you know, did you kind of try and shoehorn this deep meaning into it? Or like, did you realize there was a deeper meaning when you actually sat down and thought yeah. about it um yeah yeah good question i think um i didn't realize what what was what i was doing at the time um yeah at the time i sort of didn't i wanted to spend as as long as possible outside like not at home um out amongst people or things i don't know i think i was feeling like lonely or alone and i thought let's just spend some time outside finish work and i'd go for a walk half an hour an hour stick my headphones in just walk about and just see what I could see what I could find and have a stroll around I mean I like walking around Northampton town centre I think you always see interesting people and interesting buildings that you might not have seen before particularly at night and during the lockdown when there was nobody about like it only sort of came to me during the exhibition like there's no people in any of the pictures yeah um, and that wasn't intentional um, but there just wasn't anyone around, you know, there was no, everyone was at home. Um, so at the time I was just, I was walking to occupy my time before I went home for the day. Um, but I knew that I was like figuring some stuff out and trying to find out where I'm heading with my life and what I'm doing and sort of finding, you know, I, I personally had a lot of my identity, I think, tied up with my job at the time, which was uh, running Audio Works rehearsal studio and and I let that I sold that in September last year and which was definitely the right thing for me I've, I've not regretted it for a day it was definitely the right choice uh, I enjoyed my time there there almost 10 years but, but I was ready for something else but then you know it was lockdown happening and a few sort of personal life changes and I was like right so what the fuck am I doing in my life now because yeah, yeah. yeah that that was sort of my long-term career plan was to do that and then grow it and do different projects and things and then it suddenly changed and I sort of found myself in a position where I, I didn't know what the next step was and I've not really been there very often um so I was walking to occupy my time to maybe quieten my mind a little bit to try and try and relax um but yeah because it was it was straight after work but because it was winter it was dark um and because there was a lockdown on that there was nobody about so it just presented some unusual images that you wouldn't get and you might not be able to get again for a, a long time, maybe. Mm. Um, some places that are normally busy that don't have anyone there. So at the time I was just walking to occupy 
my mind and my and my fill up my day. Um, but it wasn't until I I speak to a ther- therapist regularly, um, and I have done for a few years. And it wasn't until sort of working through that and discussing things and questioning things, you know, why do I feel like this? Why do I do this that I don't want to do and stuff? Um, just asking some simple questions like that that I realised what I was doing with my time and why I was doing it and. Um, yeah, it's sort of, um, I think like you were saying, Jamie, like you, you see these pictures and you think of home. It's like, that's, I think that's where I, that's what I got out of it. I sort of felt connected to the community, the, whether it's the music scene or, or, or just the, your mates that go to the same pubs as you or wherever it was, because we weren't doing any of that. And I didn't have my, my business that I'd had for 10 years. I sort of felt disconnected from everything and everyone. And I felt that that made sort of made me feel like, oh no, this is, this is my place. This is where I spend most of my time. And this is where I feel, feel good and comfortable. And, and every street you walk down, you can remember, oh, you know, Something, a, time, yeah. a time with this mate there and a time with that mate there and all this stuff. So yeah, I thought I was just going for a walk to fill some time, but it was actually giving me more than I realized to, mm. to begin with. Um, That's the thing. You're, your perspective of looking at one of those pictures might be different to mine, where I have a completely different memory to yours, but that's what makes it so beautiful, if you know what I mean? Because, and like I said, it, it helps you, you you out as an individual, like it could help someone else out. Forget the photos, but the time spent doing them. And then, like I said, there's no people in the photos. So you mm. kind of look at them, and like I said, you've had a career for, well, not, well, you have had a career, you've had a successful business for 10 years which you then decided it was time to move on from. And then all of a sudden, everything's empty, which makes you feel even more empty inside. And yeah. you're like, well, what the hell, what, what's next? Do you know what I mean? Where, where should I now put all my time and energy into? But yeah, it's a weird one though, without kind of going off track too much. I felt the exact same. Like I see friends, like I went, I went to the Northampton Balloon Festival yesterday. Saw a few people that I haven't seen since before lockdown. And it like made me feel bad. I was like, oh, I haven't reached out to them or I haven't seen them in a long time. Or like, oh, I feel like I, I, there was a part of me that was like, oh, I've missed out on so much. But then you kind of really think about it and you're like, well, no, everyone's, everyone's missing out because there's nothing actually going on. So you're not actually missing out. There's just nothing going on, if you know what I mean? So yeah. it's a weird one, isn't it? Like you might not see someone for a couple of years, but that doesn't make you any less of a friend to them. Do you know what I mean? But it's, it is a weird one. But yeah, I definitely mm. think you should always always uh reach out to whoever, whoever will listen do you know what i mean regardless yeah. of, you know people haven't got a big group of friends like everyone thinks if you know what i mean but mm. you should always reach out yeah yeah definitely i think that's and that's something that i've learned from uh, like a few of my mates realized i was having a, i was having a hard time um and and uh so sort of said oh let's go for coffee and stuff and we'll go for a chat and i must have done that with about 10 people and nearly every one of them was also having a shit time or yeah. or struggling or or they were confused or they didn't you know whatever it was you know they they took me out for a for a coffee and a chat in the hopes that they could help me um but we both had problems you know we were both working through stuff and i think um i think that's that's most people over the last year i mean I'm conscious of the fact that I haven't been particularly personally affected by this. You know, I'm fortunate that a lot of my family, or that all of my family have been okay, which is a really lucky position to be in. Um, but that doesn't negate you having problems yourself. Um, oh, yeah. You, you know, it could have been, it could have been worse, but it, but it also could have been better. And yeah, there's always somebody either 
worse off than you or more successful than you. So you, that doesn't mean that your problems or your or your wins don't matter. Mm. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, do you know? guy joshua jackson he made that book sleepless in soho where because he suffers from what's it called when you can't sleep insomnia insomnia that's the one and so he was just go he would just start going out for walks in in the middle of the night and then realized he could like from wherever he lived i think i've got this right that he could walk into soho so he just started walking in Soho with his camera and ended up taking this like really amazing series of really kind of quite intimate photos of people because it's like nighttime you could get quite close to people and then I think it extended into like lockdown so he might take a walk in the night rather than in the day or whatever because he couldn't sleep he turned that kind of uh affliction into like a, well he, you know he released a book and um which and is it, fantastic, by the way. It's like a whole body of work, which is which is really good. But again, it's not yeah. something that he kind of set out to do. He kind of realised that he had then got this body of work and then that shifted his concentration on like, well, now let's make a book out of it. Yeah, yeah. That's certainly the impression. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. From like like We'd like to if you're listening, mate. But um, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you, you can see past just the initial, oh, that's a pretty picture, to... Oh, what's going on? Especially when you, I always think there's like, you can look at one photo and go, oh, that's a, that's a really nice photo. But when you see a collection of work put together, it makes you look at it so much differently. Yeah. So more differently from that, because you kind of think, oh, you know, you try and put yourself in the mind of the person who took that photos, if you know what I mean, you think, oh, why is that one there? Or why are they together and then you appreciate them more yeah well it's interesting as well because you can look at like one photo and you might think like that's a that's whatever it's fine and then when you put it together with a series of other images that kind of relate to each other suddenly they take on like a bit of a deeper meaning yeah um i was going to ask like you kind of touched on it with like the printing and stuff but was there a any particular process you went through to like whittle them down to the final images or was it purely like I like these ones together or was there kind of more of a thought and did you just go through them on your phone as well or did you uh, no yeah so so I, I went through them in Lightroom on my, on my Mac um just to see them slightly larger scale mm. than the phone um but yeah, it was trying to get a collection of images together that was a that was a collection that, that felt like they worked together or that there was some sort of relevance for them being in a group. Mm. Um, so, and there's obviously some some in the collection that were that I liked that were that were great that I thought were my favourites um, that did, that felt out of place. Uh, um, uh, there was there was a good uh, one that I liked that I took in the Roadmender. And I, we were at a gig, and I turned around so I could I could see all the crowd, and then one of the lights just shone straight at me. So it's like a light oh, is yeah. all the beams, and I really love the picture. It came out really well, um, but just didn't fit. Just didn't fit in it. I didn't just didn't feel like it was it was right. I mean, it was inside a building, and it had lots of people in it. Um, yeah. So so it's like the opposite of all the others. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought cool that it's cool that you actually thought about it like that. Do you know what I mean? Like I've said it a number of times. Like when I first got into photography, I was like, yeah, I'll just put all my favorite photos, put them together, and there you go. I've got a collection of work. But it's, it's not like that. You have to really study the photos and 
make them all have their own kind of place. Yeah. And it's yeah, not and saying think... you won't use that photo again. If you like the photo, you've got the photo. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe that goes towards something else. That you know, there might be a, a whole new collection that you make in a year's time where it's the same spots but with hundreds of people now. Do you know what I mean? Who, who knows? That's a good idea. Great idea, mate. Oh, Great yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I'll think. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think there was also an element of. Like I wanted it to be good enough, you know, I yeah. wanted it to be thought about and considered. I realised that this was a good opportunity that I got and that I didn't want to waste it and a lot of people would love this opportunity. So it better be fucking good. It better be as good as I can make it. Otherwise it's 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 like disrespectful to, to people that may have may have deserved it more or or I don't know. But um yeah, I wanted to I wanted to make it worthy of the mm. opportunity. So so yeah, it took a long time to to whittle them down and yeah I, I got it down to 11 in the end um uh which i think was about about the right amount um you know it's also a consideration that it costs a lot of money to get them printed and get them framed yeah. and get them yeah. sorted and, and everything so you've got a budgetary constraint there um uh, and, and then it takes time to to actually get them printed and get them mounted and hang them as well so you have to think about you have to think about that mm. um I sort of went on the assumption that I wouldn't sell any um, because I think you can't, if I spent more money than I could afford and I didn't sell any, I'd be, I'd be screwed. Yeah. Um, so I'm not in the, I'm not in the position where I could spend six or 700 quid getting them like done at the maximum quality possible. Mm. Um, so I had to, had to try and be careful about that really. Um, and if you do that on your first one and it doesn't go well and you're, and you know, you're, 600 quid in the hole you're you might be reluctant to do it again um, yeah that's a good tip it's a good tip for anyone who is listening who you know who wants to get into a, a gallery or, or or a space where they can share their work you know take into the taking the cost of actually getting it all done into consideration because you always think oh yeah i'll put 10 photos up i'll put five photos or whatever but it does take time it does take money it does take someone who knows what they're doing as well to present that for you i guess yeah. yeah it's a good way to think about it as well isn't it in terms of i've got to assume i saw nothing it's like worst case scenario but is there anything that you did that you wouldn't do again maybe not maybe you kind of preempted no, 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 no. no it's perfect mate i did a great job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no there's loads of mistakes um i think um uh, I should have done it earlier. I mean, I hung it three hours or four hours before the exhibition, um, which is way too late. Um, mm. I, 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 I sorted out the printing late. Uh, I took it to, to, to be able to frame it too late, um, which put a massive strain on him to get it done quickly. Um, like I say, I wouldn't have, I, not only would I have not been able to make, make it happen, without the help of like Sarah and Paddy and Bill. Um, but I also made it harder for them, which is great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a nice Very way challenge to as well. <laughs> so, so, so going back to the actual gallery itself then, because like, well, obviously we, we kind of introduced ourselves to Sarah when we went in to see the collection. But I've spoken to Sarah a few times because I follow her on my own Instagram. Obviously she's a wicked artist herself, incredible painter. Um, but obviously we, we were going to kind of say, oh, how did you get into the gallery? But if you already knew Sarah, 
was it just a case of you were just having a drink with the one day and it's like oh you should you should come do this or was there more of a formality to, to get it round to it um i well i've never been asked to do that before so i don't know if it was the normal run of events or how somebody yeah. normally gets uh, or whether the photographer asks for an exhibition or the yeah. Yeah. i don't know but but um uh yeah i, I already knew sarah um not not majorly well because I mean she'd been on the on the NN Social show mm. uh, and we'd met a couple of times, um, but I met up with her once for a walk and we just had a, had a stroll around and she said she'd seen seen the pictures that I take I took and she liked them. She said, "Have you ever thought about doing an exhibition?" And um, I think I I think I first said, oh, like I did with you guys, like oh, you know I'm not really yeah I'm not really a photographer." So and she was like. No, that's not. Don't talk like that. That's not. <laughs> she said, "I, I think I don't want to. I don't want to speak for her, but if my memory serves me correctly, she said something along the lines of like, like I don't like all of that sort of bravado. Like certain people should be doing this and shouldn't be doing this. Like if you're making good art or taking good pictures, then then that's all you need. It's not about." how popular you are or how famous you are or anything else it's about the work and if the work's good then then that's that's all that matters so mm -hmm. she sort of put my mind at ease like okay well maybe maybe it's not um a silly suggestion and maybe maybe i have got a chance here um and that's that's what i saw that's what that's what i thought um i thought i've got a chance here there's yeah. an offer there i could easily say no and it and again it disappear um but i just thought fuck it just do it just like you know what why not it's yeah, an opportunity not? just yeah. yeah i mean worst case scenario i do an exhibition and nobody turns up and i thought great i've done plenty of gigs to nobody um and i'm fine so yeah. <laughs> it won't hurt me if it, it, it won't hurt me if it happens again um, so the one the, yeah. the the actual work that you you sold do you know who bought them or was it you, you've never you know, you will never find out, so to speak, because they were bought in the gallery. Yeah, I did. I know who've, who's bought the one, the, the ones that I sold in the gallery, um, but I could have, frustratingly, and this is a good lesson I learned that might that other people might benefit from, um, I, did, I didn't know, I didn't even think about if they were limited edition or if I was going to do reprints or what, yeah. because I only had one made of each of them, obviously, um, and... And I, you know, and, and I left it at that. But then two or three of them that I sold, uh, other people wanted them as well. And they were like, oh, yeah. is that, can I, can I get that one? And I'm like, oh, well, that's, that's sold. And I, so, so I, so I had a problem then. It's like, well, I had, I, I had to ask the people that bought them if they bought them with the idea that it was a limited edition and that was the only one. Or if not, I'd, I'd print some more and get some more done. Yeah. which I think is a really unprofessional way of doing it. Um, but, <laughs> but again, that only takes to the beauty of you doing that as, you know, that <laughs> you, you admit it, you, you know, you're not a professional, so do it your own way, I guess. But that, yeah. that makes sense because someone might have bought it because it's exclusively one of one, do you know what yeah. I mean? Because um, people like yeah. stuff, right? But at the same yeah, time... And that Exactly, that's completely understandable, and that's why I asked them. I mean, I didn't say they were limited edition. I didn't say it was one of one, but I also didn't say it wasn't. Yeah. So, so I thought, well, let's 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 find that out. So, um, yeah, that's something that you should think about if you're doing an exhibition. Um, uh, and I've spoken to a couple of a couple of artists that have um, 
that know a bit more about uh, limited editions or open editions where you can where you sort of you can reproduce a print but it's still within a limited number mm. um, and then obviously if it is a the more limited edition it is the higher the price is because it's obviously the more rare it is um, yeah. but that's not something I'd, I'd even considered um, so have you still got any work for sale at the moment uh, yeah the the unsold ones are going to the chain walk club um, by the hospital um, okay they're going to be on display there for some time um oh that's cool, uh, that's really cool. yeah yeah it's great so sorry your question was do i know the people that, that bought them and the answer no, i didn't is, mean yes. like know them as friends but i mean you know did you go in after a couple of days and be like hi sarah and have we sold anything yet and she's like yeah fuck yeah we sold three like oh what that's in, like, i mean i didn't mean you know them personally but you know it must be a great feeling to walk in and go oh some of my work sold I haven't, yeah. I haven't, I haven't texted all my f- people in my phone, but going, go buy a print, please. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd do that. Just so I didn't, even I've just sold one. I go get get my mum yeah. to buy one for me. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I, as it happens, I did know some of the people that bought them, uh, yeah. and then I didn't, I didn't the others, the others, the others were, were strangers, um, uh, and that's that's great. I mean, yeah, I mean, I suppose, I suppose you'd think maybe. I don't know, is it better or worse? Or maybe that's the w- wrong way of looking at it. But like you think maybe, maybe it's just different if a stranger buys it because there's no connection to you. Mm. Yeah. There's no, it's not about me. It's about the picture. Yeah. Um, whereas if a friend buys it, I'm sure it's probably a combination of those two things. Or, or maybe it's not, maybe I'm wrong. Um, no, I get what you mean. Like, cause you, you, yeah. you can't help but think, oh, it's awesome that they've done that, but are they doing it to A, support me or B, just because they would walk into any gallery and buy that because they like it. But yeah, yeah. So, but I, I can completely get you on that because I, I know you, you know, have got, you know, you've worked on your own clothing company and stuff like that, which is actually what I did once upon a time when I was at college. And I remember selling my first T-shirt to someone in France and I had absolutely no idea how they'd, A, come around my web, like how they'd found the brand that I started and B, why they were even interested in buying it. And yeah, I sent one to France. I was like, this is insane. Or the first day that I saw someone wearing it that I that I didn't know, you know what I mean? Because they'd bought it through one of the shops that I was, you know, selling my stuff to, to for them to retail it for. And it's yeah. such a weird feeling to see. Like, I felt like going up to him and going, that's a cool T-shirt, mate. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, you just feel like a bit of an idiot. But do you, do you know what I mean? You kind of get that sense yeah. of like, that. that's pretty cool, right? It's a good feeling. Yeah. It's nice. It's, it's 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 um it's support, isn't it? It's sort of like yeah. confirmation or maybe validation, if that's not too negative of a word, um, that your your idea of creating something that you think is good, somebody else also thinks is good as well. It's like, oh, okay, well, I was onto something. I was I did have a point there, and I, and I did create something that somebody else thinks is good, uh, that, that that doesn't know me, doesn't have any personal investment in me or whatever, yeah. I'm I'm guessing, and I mean this in a respectful way. If you'd never done a gallery before, you probably didn't know how to price your work either. Correct. So, I was going to ask, why did you price them like they were? Was that because you got a, like because you had to take into consideration a the time, the b the actual financial cost of getting them printed, framed, and how long they're going to be on show for, everything like that, or is it just a case of you going, I want to get rich quick. But I'm not saying they, they were a very reasonable price. They were very reasonable. But do you know what I mean? I just wondered how you kind of got to that. 
Yeah, I think it's probably, I mean, it's always, it can feel awkward talking about money, can't it? But let's just get the cards on the table. So the A3 frames were £95 and the A2 were 125 Um So I had to take into account, obviously, how much it costs, you know, print frames. But that's a great price for a piece of artwork that you're going to put on your wall, especially if it was one of one or even one of three. <laughs> that is yeah. still, like, you, you should, like... You should never be a. Sh That's one of the whole reasons we want to start front. Like people undervalue themselves, and they're scared to admit. Like, oh, I don't want to ask for fifty quid or hundred quid. Like, yeah. you you go around your house and you realise how much money you've got on your wall or how much you've spent. It's not a yeah. lot to ask for. Do you know what I mean? No, no, but, exactly. But it, but it takes a bit of time to 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 get your head around that. I think if, if yeah. particularly if you're, it's not my job, and I'm not trying to be a full time photographer. Um, but you know, it still has value and it still took time and it still costs money. So it's working out. Yeah. How, how many hours of work have you put into that and, and how much does it cost you to get the materials and, and stuff together? Um, so again, Sarah helped me with that. She's got far more knowledge and experience in that area than I have. Um, and we just sort of came up with a, with a figure, uh, between us. Um, uh, yeah, so but I think that was fair. I mean, I sort of took into consideration that it was my first exhibition and it's the first time I've had this stuff done. So they were probably on the cheaper end of the scale, I think, probably. Um, but, I th but I feel that that's justified in my, maybe my lack of experience or I don't know. Um, um, like you said, you, 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 you were hyped just to have it on the wall and see it as a, as a project for you to get, you, you know, you teach them, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, uh, and, and some of them sold, so so that's a good sign to me that they were fairly fairly priced. I think, um, yeah. yeah, it's always yeah. awkward. It's always awkward pricing your own things, isn't it? I have the same thing with like the t-shirts and stuff that I that I do. You know, it's like how, how you know, there's so many considerations to to to, to think about. You know, it's time and money, but it's it's what what quality are they like, or what are similar things priced at, and uh, you know, because it's not like take a photo, print it, buy a frame, mount it, hang it on the wall. You know, if you had a printer here and a selection of frames and stuff, you could do that in thirty minutes. Yeah. Um, but it's not that simple, and it and it and it took it took like four people, four people time investment and and several hours of um, sort of taking the pictures, editing the pictures, sorting them out. You know, it's a lot of a lot of work goes into it, but but yeah, ultimately, I, I yeah, you guess it's a guess as well. It's a, there's a guess. There's no blueprint for how much these things are supposed to be. Or, well, or art, art is priceless, right? It's how much yeah. how much you're willing to pay for it is kind of the, mm. you know. If you look at something and go, you know, if you said that's out of my price range, fair enough. But if someone goes, that's not worth that. Fine, mm. but someone might come in and go, that's yeah. a bargain. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a weird yeah, one. I, well, well, I had a couple of people say that it was um, cheap. Yeah, right. which was which was quite nice to hear. I mean, mm. you know, maybe I maybe I missed a trick and I could have made some more money and and uh, uh, sort of got some some more cash together for the next project. But I'm 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 happy with it and I I think it's fine. I thought that was mm. that was that was fair and that was a good that was a. Uh, uh, yeah, just a fair price. I think I'm happy with that, and by the looks of it, people that bought of it bought it are as well. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it was an element of it was an educated guess, I think. But but I'm new to this, so. Well, I yeah. think maybe in the future, if you 
Maybe if you had a front account, who knows? If you have a front account, maybe you'll be selling work from there and you'll price it accordingly to what you think because, you know, you've got less to consider because Mm. we're the ones doing all the work for you, right? But I mean, like, you might have a collection on there and go, well, I'm going to price these at X amount because I can justify that because that's that's what I feel is fair and justifiable. Mm. Like... That's it. Well, if if you'd have if you two have, would have got your shit together in time, I'd have uh, I'd have done it. Oh, <laughs> we're trying, we're trying. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's happening. It's happening. Let's stay positive. It's happening. Last time we spoke to you, we probably said it was about two months off, and it's probably about two months off. I wanted to ask about. Uh, Rebecca Swan, who was the other person that shared the space, like it was a good, what's the word, juxtaposition between the sort of art that she was creating and what you were doing is like. I think juxtaposition is an excellent choice of words, Ellie, um, <laughs> because it's, um, but it totally is. I consider, I consider us both ends of the spectrum in terms yeah. of content and process because. I'm, I'm, my pictures were all of buildings, basically, or, or brickwork, or you know, yeah, buildings. Um, and and hers, uh, Rebecca's were nature, um, and I do everything on a on a phone or or a computer. Uh, and Rebecca's a film, and that she's you know film camera, and she processes them herself, uh, and she does a couple of really technical processes that I don't understand. But, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, difficult and technical. Um, so, yeah, I thought um, and that was Sarah's idea to, to bring us together. But I'm, yeah. but I'm, I'm glad she did because I love Rebecca's work. It was, it's great. Um, yeah. And yeah, like I say, it's like the opposite end of the spectrum, I think. Yeah. Well, the fact that I was questioning myself when I was like, it's all photography. Hang on, was it all photography? Yeah. <laughs> some of it absolutely doesn't look like, you know, what you would consider to be photography. But I guess it's like using photographic processes to create some art but yeah did you know her before no yeah no Rebecca's great really awesome person and as well as a talented artist um and yeah I'm really glad that we that we work together because like I say she's the opposite end of the of the spectrum I think in terms of in terms of um photography process um but and I don't think she hated me for that either, which is nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, oh, let's point and shoot and yeah. put it on Instagram. Yeah. And she's like taking seven days to process something in a dark room or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. She's like a proper artist. Um, uh, but no, I think it was great. I mean, it's, I, I learned, I've learned some stuff from, from Rebecca about photography and art and stuff. And yeah, so I'm just really lucky to have had that opportunity to work, work with her, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And it didn't like tickle your kind of, what's the word? You know, you're thinking, oh, maybe I'd like to try that sort of thing out. No, yeah, it's funny actually, because I've, I've messaged you before, Luke, about getting a, a camera, camera, mm. um, getting a, a point and shoot to begin with. Um, but if anything, this has actually yeah. reaffirmed my position that, that I don't need to do that. I think I was, I think I started to think about that from a, from a position of like ego or inadequacy like I need to be a proper photographer if I'm going to be a photographer um whereas now I think uh I don't and I'm happy with what I've got um uh of of whether or not somebody thinks I'm a photographer or not is none of my business um 
So I think um, the fact, you know, and like I said in the last one, I've had a DSLR before and I never used it. Um, yeah. That, that the barrier to entry to get a good picture out of a DSLR, I think, is higher than I'm prepared to. Well, I would be really intrigued to see what what your results were from a point-and-shoot camera, like a, sorry, a film camera, an analogue point-and-shoot camera. In fact, I will give you a camera and a <laughs> roll of black and white film for you to, you can, it don't matter if it takes you six months to shoot the roll or six hours, I don't care. But the only reason I say that is because your your pictures have quite a, somewhat of a deep meaning in places, do you know what I mean? Or it reminds you of a certain time or, you know, whatever it might be. But when you take those photos, you instantly see them and form somewhat of like a bond to them. And you, you, you might look at it and go, that shit, delete, whatever. Or you might look at them and go, I quite like that one for whatever reason. But I'd quite like to see, in fact, I'd, I'd like it if it took you six months to shoot it because you can edit them, whatever. But when you get the results back, you will have forgot about them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It'd be interesting to see what your kind of initial thoughts are on the photos that you'd kind of forgotten or remembered but not really kind of looked at in much detail mm. so yeah if you up for it i'll give you a little you know i've got a few that are just literally from charity shops a couple of quid put a black and white roll i'll scan them in for you and you can edit them however you want but it'll be quite cool to see what your perception is of the, the results if you know what i mean yeah I, yeah i'll be up for that man that's that's a great idea i think um uh that's something I've not thought about, the fact that I see the image as soon as I take it. Yeah. Um, having, yeah. having not used a film camera for, I don't know, 15 or 20 years. Um, yeah. yeah, that's uh, what I mean. I don't mean to say, like, oh, because it will look like it's on film. It will just be interesting to see you, knowing that you have to wait, do you know what I mean? And then cool. getting the emotion from it, I guess. Yeah. yeah it sounds a bit deep, but do you know what I mean? Not not being able to instantly see what the result is. That's it. I'll get... I'll get um, maybe this maybe you've maybe you've hit on something there because i'm getting instant gratification from this process and yeah, it will be exactly. interesting to see how it how it goes or how it feels without that yeah delay yeah still, yeah we're still taking the picture still doing a process of sorts but not getting the reward for a while yeah might be might be a healthy yeah, well, yeah. and it's still eventually it's it's just the same process but drawn out because you still you just take your film in Obviously, you can develop them yourself and stuff, but you can just take your film in and they send you all the files on a Wii transfer. So you're still getting, you see them on your computer or whatever eventually. And but, then even if you go back and touch them up and edit them however you want, at least you would have had to have wait to see the results, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and then yeah. you can... There's got to be an app that like doesn't let you see your photo immediately. Well, how many times do we say this, Luke? Like we're we, like me and Luke keep saying like, let's go out and take photos, digit digital photos. Yeah. Of our screen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want a camera that a digital camera that doesn't let you see your photo straight away, essentially. But then that's basically what a film camera is, isn't it? Because you just... That is a film camera. Yeah. I'm trying to invent something that came out however many years ago. Yeah, but yeah, but you can't see your photos for a couple of days yeah. on your digital camera. Yeah. But then you This is getting like it. fucking... This is getting like Nathan Barley, like you're going to get a camera <laughs> that never shows you a photo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's just a film camera without any film in it. Without... Yeah. I had a question about the actual photos themselves. So when you... When you... When shit got real so to speak and you're like oh god i've got this 
gallery that I'm going to have my work hanging in. Did you go back and look at the photos and like once you'd selected these 11 photos that you were going to present, did you then go and re-edit any of them or was you happy with what you'd done with them? No, they, they weren't re-edited. I think I think I did re-edit one yeah. because my fucking Lightroom is a mess, right? There's no catalog system. There's no, it's just all over the shop. So I had, exactly. and they're not, they're, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, good. I was going to ask you if there's any sort of like tracking system I should be using because I'm not. Um, I have a file okay. on my computer that says, that it's literally called to file. And then I have a folder <laughs> called filed. And in the filed folder, there's pretty much nothing. And in the, <laughs> Two file is just hundreds and hundreds of photos that I just okay. can't be asked to sit down and name them and whatnot. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, yeah I mean, I, none of them were re-edited uh, when I selected them. Uh, I did one of them that didn't make the final cut. Um, I couldn't find, I couldn't find the original, or I'd edited it, edited it since I'd posted it. So, so the one that I had wasn't the one that I posted i think i'd made it color or something i can't remember but i couldn't figure out how i got it to where i'd got it before so but i didn't end up choosing that one um so yeah That's all cool. of the ones that are in the gallery uh uh as they were on the on my instagram account but i i archived all of the ones that are at the gallery um just because i thought like I don't know, maybe this is stupid thinking about it. Like, why would somebody come to a gallery to see some pictures that they can look at on their phone? Um, yeah, but know, people that's... say that about everything. Like, why would I go see the Mona Lisa? I can Google it and, you know. True. Yeah, it's not the same kind of thing, is it? No. no. Um, but I like, I like that you, you, you did that, that did, or didn't do that, should I say, because I didn't know if again, because you don't label yourself as a photographer and this is a whole new venture that you were taking on, if you would have the fear and be like, I need to make them the best they possibly can be and then you kind of overthink it and you've edited them to shit, basically. But if someone said you weren't good enough to put in a gallery, then yeah, you should put them in the gallery as you originally felt when you first took the photo and put them in black and white. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, um, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm very aware that but that my training and skills might be limited, but whether I don't know if that matters. I like, like um, objectively, I don't know if if that matters really because because I like them, um, and that's all that that's all that matters. But there, maybe there is an argument to be said that. They could be improved in some way, but then improving is subjective, isn't it? What is improving? You know, something that you like isn't, I don't, and vice versa. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure maybe, maybe I'm sort of hesitant to, in, in the same way that I'm hesitant to maybe get a camera or change the way I'm doing things, you know. I think some of, the, some of my favourite pictures I've got because I had my phone on me and I wasn't out taking pictures specifically, whereas if I had a camera, even if I was fucking amazing with the camera and the settings and the, and the uh, composition or, or, or whatever if I don't have a camera it's useless so yeah um, I, 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 yeah I don't do I need to learn more I think it's probably more there's probably a lot to be said for understanding the theory a bit more it probably in, increased my appreciation somewhat but um, sounds like a lot of work doesn't it